What's going on guys? Welcome to Tiger Talk, the home of cosmic vibes. It is Tiger here for the episode I should have done first. Uh, I've recorded a couple of episodes now, but I'm going to call this one episode zero, seeing as I called the other episodes episode one and two. Uh, just thought I'd take some time to give you guys some background into myself and who I am so you can get a vibe uh, of what I'm like before we get to know uh, other people. Well, I kind of want to tell you how I got here and where I am now, uh, what I'm doing and where I'm going and why I started the podcast. So yeah, so that's what today's episode is going to be about. So for those of you that don't know, my real name is Elliot. Um, kind of Tiger picked up Tiger as a nickname because my last name's Lions. A uh, bit of a play on words there with the spelling. So it's Tiger with a Y because it's Lions with a Y in the last name. Anyway, so uh, 1995, born in Perth and uh, grew up with like eight different family homes. My parents met traveling and so it's always kind of been in installed in me. We travelled around quite a bit. We lived in the Kimberley in northwestern Australia and out in Christmas Island as well. Um, grew up like an absolute sports fanatic. Literally never touched a camera. All I ever cared about was sport. Um, but yeah, like when we were living in all these places, I was kind of taking the life there for granted because all I wanted to do was play sport all the time. But even though all I did was play sport. I feel like the adventurous spirit that my parents tried to instill in me as a kid is kind of coming out of me now that I'm a bit older, seeing as I'm traveling around and I kind of found myself on an island. Anyway, so we'll backtrack a little bit. So pod, uh, so childhood, just like growing up, cruising around heaps. Um, yeah, traveled around Europe and whatnot uh, when I was about 10 or 11 when we lived on Christmas Island, and then basically just wanted to play soccer and cricket, so we moved back to the mainland, um, and then as time progressed, I like got right into cricket, and all I wanted to do was play cricket in uh, the UK when it was Australian winter, and then come back for the Australian summer and play cricket, and I did that, then broke my shoulder, so I could no longer play cricket anymore, just so gutted at the time. And I remember coming home and Dad just being like, look, I think it'd just be best if if you just got away from it all and just moved somewhere else. And uh, one of my really good friends, Andrew, had spent the summer before on this place called Rotnest, which was an island off the coast of Western Australia. And I was like, oh, yeah, that could, if I never played cricket, then that would kind of be pretty fun. So I just thought, why not give it a crack? So I moved over there instead of uh, hanging around for the cricket season because I'd kind of like get a bit depressed if I was around the cricket scene and not playing. So I moved over there and my life just changed forever. For, I was there for two years and for the first year I purely just lived a lifestyle. It was just like a playground for bigger kids and it just felt like a place where I never had to grow up ever. Um, yeah, we pretty much just surfed and free-dived, jumped off cliffs and swam with sea lions. Um, just had the saltiest days ever, just like in the sun all day, every day. We were, I was working in a subway making sandwiches at the time 
but it was just the funnest place to work ever. That was just full of like people that were living on the island just purely for the lifestyle and we pretty much just worked for like 30 hours a week and paid rent and the rest of the time we just cruised like everyone whenever anyone else wasn't working we'd just go and do the funnest stuff ever like you'd be get back to the house after work and someone would be like oh let's go surfing or let's go I'm gonna go and swim out to Dyer Island and swim with the sea lions and it was just the sickest times ever I could have lived there forever but it felt like a place where I just never had to grow up and that was always in the back of my mind and then by year two on the island, like I did the winter there and it was just, I was just in love with the place and never wanted to leave. And then by the second year, uh, there was a guy there, Josh, and um, we were just like the adventure buddies, just like when we weren't working, we'd just cruise off and he had a camera and he was like, man, we should start like taking photos of this stuff. And, <clears throat> and um you should like learn how to take photos and stuff. And I was like, oh, never really thought too much about that, hey. And so you like kind of showed me the basics of a camera and we just started to take photos of each other around the island doing different activities. And then um, my best friend all throughout high school was, was Jackson, Jacko, who's a part of the Neverland Boys. And he just dropped out of uni as well and started a videography company and was just making the most high quality productions ever and I was my mind was just exploding with ideas about how crazy it could be to document life on the island like in super high quality and so I had this idea of maybe documenting life on the island under like a as like a group like with Josh and uh, Jacko and my other best mate, Whitey. And so we started doing that under the collaborative name of uh, Neverland Boys because I was kind of starting to call Rotnest Neverland because it just felt like a place where I never had to grow up and just time didn't exist. And slowly as time progressed, we started to get a little bit better at taking photos and Jacko was making Ripper videos and when we were sharing them online, it started to get a little bit of attention and whatnot. And, um, yeah, that's when life just started to take a crazy turn. And just when I thought life couldn't get any better, it just did. We had an um, absolute legend in Gab Epstein come to the island and hang out. And over the week that she was there, we just had a crazy connection with her and we were just talking about the life that she lived in and it just sounded like an absolute dream. She was just travelling around, documenting life and whatnot and we thought, fire out, that's like the only way that life could get better right now. And um, yeah, after the week that she left, she was like, we could probably tee up a trip in Hawaii um, if you guys want to film it with these Sony action cams. And we were like, oh, what? That is like... A dream come true and we were just so so psyched so we went to Hawaii and um Sony were like we can have a flight anywhere out of Hawaii and for some reason we just we were like yeah we want to go to LA because for some reason we all just wanted to go to LA and in our head California was just like the land of dreams so after we went to Hawaii we went to LA and I just have such vivid memories of 
turning up in LA and standing at Venice Beach, none of us with any money, and we'd been knocking at hotel doors asking if they wanted a video in exchange uh, for a free accommodation. And after everyone had said no, we were just standing on Venice Beach <laughs> out the front of the skate park there with our suitcases, just thinking, like, how, what do we do? Like, how can anything, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> we just, I just remember the moment where we were just like, oh, well, we're kind of screwed here. But as has been the case for a long time now, just somehow things just work out. And when we were on Rotnest, this guy, Jose, who turned out to be our really good friend, was running an app called I'm Down, which was for vertical video. And he'd said, if ever you guys are in LA, like, don't hesitate to hit me up. And so we got back to that DM and we were like, hey, man, like, look, we're in LA, we'll be... Kind of, kind of be sweet if we could crash at yours tonight. And Jose, being the legend he was, was like, yeah, like, kind of taken aback a bit. But yeah, it started there, and we had the base in uh, LA for a while, and we just made connections and met people, and one thing led to another. And before we knew it, we'd got a gig traveling Europe with Bus About, which just seemed to be an absolute dream come true. And it was. We were just so blessed to be getting paid to travel, which was everything that we'd ever wanted and more. And we just couldn't have even imagined living that kind of life when we were on Rotnest. And as time progressed, we kind of cruised with bus about for a while and then they were like, hey, look, we've got this gig in Asia. Like, you guys could probably do that too. So we went there. And all along we were just hustling, documenting life. Uh, under Neverland Boys and on our personal accounts on Instagram, building a following and just like building a gallery of all our favourite images of times on the road. And um, then we had some pretty gnarly stuff happen with the old account that we've been working on and we had to restart. And that's where everything kind of changed. We were pretty much everything that we'd learnt we had to really think about again and um, really tested what we were, what we'd learnt, and what we were like as business people, which I'd never kind of thought about before since I dropped out of university. All I'd ever, like, I'd just kind of gone with my heart, and um, it had sort of taken me up to where we were. And so now it was like a whole new direction kind of thing, I guess. Like, it was putting everything that we'd learnt to the test, and we were back to startup mode when it just felt like we'd broken through. And yeah, it's been about six months now and we've been cruising around and um, managed to somehow like keep keep travelling on the road and keep documenting life around the world. And um, yeah, just been taking photos and we relaunched a series called Citizens of Nowhere uh, under the new account. And that's been going well and it's so epic travelling the world with my two best mates now, Zach and Jacko. Um, and for a long time I've just been head down, hustle mode, just like, right, what's the next gig we're going to get? What are we going to do? What are our deliverables? Where are we going to go? What photo are we posting on Insta? What YouTube video are we going to post? Like, what's next? Where are we going? Um, what's my content like? What's my interaction like? Just so hectic. Hustle, hustle, hustle. And just been like learning every day and documenting 
just at such an intense level. And after a while, I just kind of got to a point where I was at breaking point, you know, like I was just like I felt like I wasn't wasn't fully expressing who I truly was. Like I had this big audience, um, well, big for me. Like I couldn't believe that so many people were following me, even though I'm still really small in the grand scheme of things. But I felt like I hadn't really shared fully who I was and um, all I'd portrayed was this hyper-reality on Instagram through the photos that I'd taken on the road and edited to make, like, put quite literally just hyper-reality and I was left feeling pretty discontent with a seemingly perfect life and a little confused with my direction. So I took a few days and just, like, spoke to um, my family and about how I was feeling and uh, whatnot and I just came to the conclusion that regardless of even though I'm kind of always been the person that just puts up this like I never don't really care what anyone else thinks and I just froth on life all the time I was still not really like in my head I was still way too vain about sharing who I truly was and, um, yeah, I just wanted to get back to the reasons why I got into photography in the first place, which was just purely for the love of the game. And I wanted, I want to share, wanted to share more about what my life was actually like, which was what it was about at the start, just purely documenting life. So I was thinking about how I could document life to make it more, to show that I was just a regular guy and to keep it real and to break this facade that Instagram puts up by only sharing the most hyper-reality moments of of life because in reality it's just one moment from a whole day or even like a whole couple of days, you know, like you might get three or four photos from one day that you share over the course of a week. So it's only like the click of a shutter, which is like one one-thousandth of a second, let's say, three times. So there wasn't this whole bigger picture that I wasn't sharing. And so, um, yeah, I sat down and reassessed my goals and my ambitions and I just thought, like, I want to use social media for the benefit of what it's there for and for me that's documenting my whole journey through life and my whole journey through life is the direction towards my ambitions and my goals. So when I'm older, I can look back on the times now where I'm in serious startup phase and I've got all these goals and ambitions and I want to document that journey there um, in as real way as possible. So I thought, all right, I'm going to go completely from fresh and I'm going to keep Instagram what it's good for, which is just purely my favourite moments on the road because that'll be cool to still have, like, my favourite photos. And then I'm going to kind of have Facebook for, like, the albums and, like, a whole collection of photos, maybe not the ones that I... maybe some that I don't really share on Insta or... Um, and I also want to share videos that we post and videos that I like and, um, like, my friends' videos or my family's videos... But I also want to have an outlet where I can kind of, like, I, I really, I keep a diary pretty avidly, like, every couple of days I'll write in there. And so I have some 
some pretty interesting thoughts which I want to have on the record in case I ever lose my diary. So I want to have that out outlet on Facebook as well where I just purely write whatever's on my mind. And I'm kind of going to use Twitter for that as well. Like when I wake up, I want to share like my thought of the day and then maybe if I learn something each day, I'll put that on Twitter as well just purely to have... Um, yeah, just purely to have, and then uh, there's a couple of other platforms that I've been super intrigued by, and one of them was YouTube. Like I, I'd never really thought seriously about starting a YouTube for myself because I don't really see myself as someone who would be a professional videographer, and I thought in my head that's purely what YouTube's for. But then I thought about how I could, what I could bring to YouTube that would benefit me in the future when I'm looking back at my journey and I thought it'd be so sick to have like just every now and then I just have like a day in the life so I've started doing this vlog where I just purely document what my life is like and I want to get used to just seeing my face on camera and and accepting the way that that I look without editing it or like without cutting out the bits where I don't look that great which most people do and me included on Instagram so it's just purely a real day in life and no like hyper personality, no like edits on the colours, just purely like what I get up to in a general day and what happens. But I'm also going to use it as an outlet for any artsy projects that I get. Like I kind of have a bit of a cosmic taste for video when there's two kind of unique concepts that I kind of see linking together. So anytime I have like an artsy kind of idea, I'm going to share that on YouTube, um, I think I've got one or two on there at the moment, one's like jazz music and surfing with a guy called Josh Daniel who we met in Sri Lanka and that was like, that just really captivated my imagination, um, actually I think that's the only one I have on there, but for a long, long time now I've followed this guy called Gary Vaynerchuk who's pretty much the reason I dropped out of university, like I remember sitting in a lecture, a marketing lecture, and they were talking about marketing strategies and they were using this philosophy from like nine, like way, way old. And I just remember thinking like, why am I paying for this kind of course? Like this just surely this isn't relevant to this day and age. So I remember going on Google and t- typing in best marketers of all time. And then I came across this guy uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, who my dad had been telling me about, that he'd found a couple of speeches and I was like, oh, what's the big deal about this guy? Because when dad had suggested it, I'd just kind of brush it off and never really taken much notice. But he popped up and I was like, oh, what's going on here? And I started to kind of follow him and before I knew it, I was like, this guy's just sharing practical advice every day online for free. So I bought all of his books followed all of his stuff super avidly and dropped out of university and without like I wasn't dropping out of university because I didn't want to learn anymore I was dropping out of university because I just didn't really see the value in how it was going to help me get to where I wanted to go when this guy was just kind of guiding me if you like and and just giving me kind of bait for um, getting hungry about success and learning about how to market and learning about how to like self-fulfill my potential and so I got super into that and anyway he'd been podcasting for for quite a while 
and I'd been following along on that and a couple of other ones like the Tim Ferriss show and um, a couple of other podcasts. Anyway, I'd always been captivated by the idea of how you can save time by like downloading the episode and then when I'm running I'll like tune in and um, you can kind of tune in while you're doing other things. And for a long time I was like, oh, I'd be so sick to just have my own one. And for a while I didn't really have any ideas about what I wanted to do exactly. I had a thousand ideas but they weren't really practical and in the end I realised that I was just making excuses for not starting and so I was like, alright, stuff it, I'm just going to start a podcast. And so that's what this platform is going to be for. It's just like I kind of want to focus on young people who are individuals who are doing cool things, but I also want to keep it transparent and contrast that with older people who have the wisdom and have experienced stuff. So we'll kind of get the young people that are doing cool things and contrast that with older people that have done cool things and even just regular people as well, like not just famous people or well-known people, but regular people that are just doing regular stuff because I feel still feel like they have some cool stuff to share. And that would be a cool contrast to get their point of view and compare that with people that are doing slightly different things. Um, but yeah, after a, after a while, I kind of, after a while of um, uh, travelling around and whatever, um, I'd started to feel like I wasn't fully myself. And I realised that it was because I wasn't healthy, like all throughout my childhood I'd been so, so sporty and always, without realising it, just super fit and super healthy and since we'd been travelling I'd barely run, I wasn't keeping track of my diet, I wasn't swimming, I wasn't doing any physical activity and then I watched this documentary called Cowspiracy which many of you have probably heard about and recently What the Health and I turned vegan straight away and since then haven't eaten meat or touched dairy products and I know it's kind of cliche to say but literally just changed my life forever. I'd had problems with my skin, I was putting on weight and I had no energy and all of a sudden I just, my skin cleared up, I was energised, I was training and so for a long time now I've been a vegan and um, yeah recently just kind of got right into it all and started um kind of considering about how I want to incorporate fitness back into my life. And so I've been training. When I was 18, I did like this half Ironman, which is like a 2-kilometer swim, 90-kilometer ride, and a 20-kilometer run, which is just stupid when you're 18. But anyway, I did that, and so I was pretty... I was in pretty decent nick, but I didn't fully commit, I guess, like because there's lots of other social things going on. But what I did notice was when I was 18 and doing that, I was... I was still a lot fitter than most of my friends and I was I was happy, you know. I was like the most happy I'd ever been. And so I've decided that I'm going to get right back into that and um, so I'm also going to start uh, keeping track of my training on this app called Strava. Uh, so all these social links I'll include in the show notes for this podcast. But um, yeah, I'm just going to be pretty much sharing my training from around the world and and just pretty much proving to myself that there's no excuses for not keeping fit and not keeping healthy on the road and using social media to kind of keep myself accountable for um for that so
yeah, that's what Strava's going to be. It's going to be like keeping track of my training, keeping track of my diet. And I really want to get avid in like keeping my keeping up to date with my heart rate and um, yeah, just getting super committed with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, about what is it? About a month ago or six weeks ago now, um, kind of when I was going through all this self assessment stuff, my dad linked me to this guy called Rich Roll. I'll inc- I'll include his links to his stuff in the show notes as well, but. Um, yeah, what this guy was about just really connected with me. I kind of felt similar in the way that he'd gone off track when he was uh, finished college kind of stuff, but he'd re-found his roots in health and fitness. And um, he's got this podcast and um, on social media he's just super real and he really inspired me with my diet and my training and, um, yeah, just thought I'd he was worth mentioning for kind of an influence on me that might help you guys as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much a, a wrap. Um, really pretty much a wrap of a very brief uh, description of my life. If anyone's got any questions or um, wants to reach out, I'm, I'm Tiger Lines on pretty much all social media. That's T-Y-G-E-R-L-Y-O-N-S. Um, yeah, I guess the thought that I wanted to leave everyone with with was, um, that for me, uh, initially social media was like my personality is kind of black or white. Like for example, veganism, I'm either eating meat or I'm not eating meat. So I don't eat meat and I don't use dairy products. Like I'm either drinking alcohol, I'm not drinking alcohol. So like no 50-50, so I kind of, I don't want to drink alcohol. And so my personality is always like this fight or flight mode. And initially I rejected social media because like this is way back when Facebook and Instagram first started because I was kind of like, I I saw that it was consuming a lot of my friends' time and I saw how it was affecting my time as well. I was just wasting it on social media and so I rejected it. But then I realised how it could be this tool for authentic, authentic relationships and authentic communication so I thought yeah like this could be cool and even though I kind of lost track of that over the course of the last 18 months I feel like I've kind of started to like my fitness and my health I've kind of started to get back on track with the reason why um, I feel like social media was created which was for authentic relationships and that opportunity to communicate and get to know people from all over the world that think similarly and have like can relate to other people and I feel like if if I've resonated so well with so many people on there then hopefully some of the stuff that I share and my story even though I'm purely documenting it and sharing it for myself if it resonates or like anyone else feels like it connects with them then I really want to be open to having being like someone that people can come to if they want to talk to talk to or like if um, they can come to if they feel like they've got nowhere else to go. Um, so, yeah, super open on all of my socials and, uh, yeah, feel like that's pretty much all I've got to say, really. Just wanted to share um, my story and my perspective on pretty much everything and 
that's the kind of direction I'm going to go with this on this podcast. Probably going to change it up a couple of times as well, like with this new direction with training and um, commitment to health and veganism. I feel like it could be cool to like every now and then just not have anyone on the show and just kind of do what I've done now, which is just ramble on <laughs> for like a half hour or so about what's going on. Um, so, yeah, that's about a wrap for today. Um, probably going to release this now and then release episode two with Zach White, which was an epic conversation. Um, so yeah, stay tuned and say hi if you want to. Don't forget to subscribe so you can keep up to date with everything. And it would really mean a lot to me if you leave a review of the podcast as well. Um, yeah, that'd be super cool too. All right. Ciao.